Welcome to episode 195 of the Truth Quest podcast, the truth about the empire of lies. Before we get started, I want to ask you to do me a favor and share the show. If you're on social media and topics such as the American financial system, secession, the petrodollar, the Great Reset, or the John Durham investigation comes up, please share the topic-specific TruthQuest episode with your debate partner. Episodes are available on a host of platforms including iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, BitChute, Brighteon, Rumble, and Instagram, where I post a short highlight of each show at instagram.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Whatever platform you may be listening to this on, please take a minute and give it a five-star rating, hit the like button, or leave a positive review. Another way you can help grow the show is to throw a small donation my way at the TruthQuest Podcast patronage page. All donations will be used to drive awareness of the podcast through online advertising. See this episode's show notes page at truthquest.podbean.com for details. And finally, please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. In February of this year, 2022, Russian President Vladimir Putin called the West an empire of lies after financial sanctions were imposed on his country following the invasion of Ukraine. His comment got me thinking back over the decades to the sheer volume of lies told by national leaders as well as the alphabet soup conspiracy media. What's worse than an outright lie to your face are lies by omission and the absurd amount of gaslighting that goes on. If you're unfamiliar with that term, it simply means the creation of a false narrative or an alternative universe through repeated lies. Gaslighting is the reason you see seemingly normal, well-adjusted people behaving like cult members, believing things that are not true. Think back to COVID. Don't you dare kill grandma. Wear a mask. Get the experimental shot. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. Safe and effective. I think the most harmful thing the empire of lies leaders and media do is lie by omission. What they purposely do not tell you is worse than directly lying to you because it leaves you ignorant or ill-informed, which leaves you more easily manipulated. The more I reflected on this, the angrier I became because I realized our government, the U.S. government, lies more than it tells the truth. Watch a press conference with Jen Psaki anytime. That woman is lying at a world record rate. At least previous press secretaries talked around questions that they didn't want to answer. This woman just lies. When it comes to lies by omission, the best way I can illustrate it is for you to watch the nightly news on one of the Alphabet Soup conspiracy media channels, ABC, NBC, CBS, etc. Listen closely to what they are not telling you. One of these days, I'm going to produce an episode doing just that. My wife has all but forbidden me from speaking during the CBS Evening News because I keep saying, she left out this, or notice how she didn't mention that. Half the nation doesn't believe anything it is told by those in authority, and the other half revels in its reckless abuse of authority. Almost nothing that is said in mainstream public discourse is true. Our whole system is saturated in dishonesty, untruth, and deception. Our public sphere exists in what one commentator called a tissue of lies. As you will see, many of the lies are brazen and fraudulent. Some are illegal, libel, slanderous, and those regarding war and military interventions result in the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people. At the end of the day, lying is immoral. When you have a government and a media that does it on a regular basis without a second thought, it is proof positive that these amoral assholes cannot be trusted with anything. 
Let's dive into the specifics with this quote from Paul Craig Roberts. Just as everything we were told about COVID by the media and health and government officials was false, so is everything you have been told by the same propagandist liars about Ukraine. Americans have had nothing but lies since the assassination of U.S. President John F. Kennedy, of his brother, U.S. Senator Robert Kennedy, President-in-Waiting, Martin Luther King Jr., Gulf of Tonkin, and the Vietnam War, 9-11, Saddam Hussein's non-existent weapons of mass destruction, Assad's use of chemical weapons, Iranian nukes, the extraordinary lies about Gaddafi, COVID pandemic, Russian invasion. The entire Western world lives in the matrix, a world created by propaganda. The vast majority of the people in the West have no idea of the reality in which they live. This makes them impotent and completely unable to protect their freedom. They are sitting ducks for tyranny, which is fast and closing around them. He continues, Americans, British, French, Germans, Japan, all of the U.S. empire do not understand how they have been betrayed, how they have been implicated in monstrous crimes, how they have been brainwashed by lies from a media that they stupidly trusted, how Washington has destroyed the reputation of the United States, or why most of the world hates America. So off of that quote, Let's take a stroll down memory lane and document outright lies, lies by omission, and gaslighting from the last 60 years or so. Paul Craig Roberts hit on a few of these more historic cases, the Gulf of Tonkin and the Vietnam War. But during that same era, we had J. Edgar Hoover's lawless FBI laying the groundwork for the lawlessness demonstrated by today's FBI. More on that later. Then came Nixon, who killed the quasi-gold standard we had via the Bretton Woods Agreement. He lied when he told the world that the change would be temporary. He lied via omission by not explaining the inflationary implications of the move. Not to mention the fact of why he was doing it. To pay for the war and for LBJ's welfare programs. Before that, we had FDR's corrupt administration lying about the confiscation of privately owned gold. His lying about the creation of Social Security his lie by omission of the oil embargo on Japan, which some have argued pushed them to attack us at Pearl Harbor. Before that, we had the psychopathic Woodrow Wilson, Jekyll Island and the creation of the Federal Reserve. The story told to the American people was full of blatant lies. Then he lied us into World War I, resulting in how many deaths? Speaking of Wilson and lies by omission, how about the fact that the media failed to mention that he was incapacitated at the end of his presidency? Before that, we had Lincoln's destruction of the South during the Civil War in order to what? End slavery? That's a bold-faced lie. He was there to force the South to stay in the Union, a very authoritarian move, resulting in the deaths of hundreds of thousands of citizens. How did our leaders get away with all of that? Via the media. In the case of Lincoln, the media consisted of newspapers that circulated, what, weekly, if that? The average person did not consume news back then. So he could essentially do whatever he wanted without any repercussions. Fast forward through the decades with the advent of radio and TV, news traveled faster, but there were few news outlets. Call it the Cronkite effect. Before the internet, people got their news from one of the three stations on their TV. Walter Cronkite was a longtime anchor on CBS, I think. The old adage goes, if Cronkite didn't talk about it, it didn't happen. Then we expanded the universe to the likes of Tom Brokaw and Dan Rather and Peter Jennings. Fact was, there were still only a handful of outlets, plus the newspapers. Let's fast forward to the last 40 years. 
the Bush-Clinton-Bush years. I call this era the era of Limbaugh. Other than Rush Limbaugh and some conservative newsletters, the big three networks still dominated the news. Cable TV began to evolve with some dissenting opinions, but for the most part, leftists had no problem pushing their agenda with lies, propaganda, and gaslighting. Then came the internet, and all bets were off as far as getting information. Case in point, Bill Clinton. He's getting blowjobs from his intern. The Drudge Report was born out of the scandal. Otherwise, it would have been buried just like his hero JFK's sexual proclivities were. Newt Gingrich and the Republican Congress that swept into power in, I think, 1994, saved Bill from himself. But the big three still protected him and his agenda. There was one time during this thin-skinned presidency where he complained that Rush Limbaugh was killing him. He said something like, The guy's got three hours a day, 15 hours a week to trash me. It's not fair. That coming from a guy who owned the bully pulpit. Rush used to play that clip at least once a year. He thought it was hilarious and wished that his parents were alive to hear the President of the United States complaining about his son in such terms. So let's move forward to George W. Bush. There's plenty to talk about with this guy, but he didn't have the protection racket of the mainstream media on the other side like National Democrats do. When 9-11 hit, the nation was galvanized for about, I don't know, 30 to 45 days. We launched the war on terror went to Afghanistan, got bogged down, but then turned our attention to Iraq and Saddam Hussein, weapons of mass destruction. Remember the press chanting, Bush lied, people died? Funny how we never heard those types of serenades from the press during Bill Clinton's military incursions or Obama's numerous endeavors. The war on terror brought us all kinds of lies and lies by omission, as Julian Assange demonstrated. Black sites, torture, civilian deaths. Then we had the mother of all lies, both outright and by omission by the Bush administration. The Patriot Act, spying on Americans, the TSA, the Department of Homeland Security. Then we roll into the 2008 financial crisis, lie after lie after lie. With Alan Greenspan at the Federal Reserve holding interest rates artificially low, the financial system was on the brink of collapse. Do you guys remember Barney Frank and Chris Dodd? Everyone said the housing market is strong. Bush boasted about the fact that home ownership was at all-time highs. That's because a bunch of people who shouldn't have qualified for a loan got one, you dipshit. That's no different than Trump touting the stock market throughout his four years. That's because you can't earn interest in a risk-free asset because interest rates are being held at zero. So there's no other place to park your investments but the stock market. Enter the junior senator from Illinois and former constitutional lecturer, Barack Obama. This is the guy who the alphabet soup conspiracy media claims had a scandal-free administration. That's weird because he had Hillary, the most corrupt, evil, and most protected politician in memory, as a secretary of state. I'm old enough to remember Benghazi, Libya the IRS Tea Party scandal, fast and furious. I'm old enough to remember Obamacare. You're going to save $2,500 a year. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. What about the Senate Majority Leader at the time, Harry Reid, flat out saying Mitt Romney didn't pay his taxes for 10 years? That was when Mitt was running against Obama in 2012. The alphabet soup conspiracy media just let that lie go. 
None of them question it because they are on Team Democrat. Democrats good, GOP bad. I am a mind-numb robot. Or how about Hillary Clinton's illegal email server? Ignored by the alphabet soup conspiracy media. If all that wasn't enough, in my opinion, the mother of all lies from the Obama years was Ben Bernanke's proclamation that we are not monetizing the debt. That was in 2012. Ten years later, the Federal Reserve's balance sheet stands at $9 trillion. It was at $3 trillion when Bernanke uttered those words. And you wonder why inflation is such a problem? But don't worry, the gaslighting brigade will tell you that the $4 gallon of gas is because of Putin's invasion of Ukraine. Now enter the biggest middle finger to the Washington establishment ever devised by man, Donald J. Trump. Don't get me wrong, this guy can lie with the best of his peers and predecessors, but the alphabet soup conspiracy media dissected and diagrammed every sentence he uttered for his entire brief political career something they dared not do to anyone on Team Democrat. Virtually everything surrounding Trump from the media and the Democrats were outright lies. Lies by omission or gaslighting. Hell, I could do an entire episode on his presidency alone. But let's take a brief look. The entire Russia collusion, steel dossier, alpha bank accusations, all lies. The intelligence community, the FBI and CIA were all accessories. How about the takedown of Trump's allies, like Michael Flynn and Roger Stone? The media went batshit crazy, stoking racial hatred with lies like thousands of unarmed black men are murdered by police every year. We had George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. They told us that the BLM Antifa riots were mostly peaceful. They told us that Border Patrol on horseback whipped migrants. They continued to ignore Hillary Clinton's lifelong legacy of corruption. Can anyone say influence peddling the Clinton Foundation? How about the January 6th trespassing event at the Capitol? First it was caused by Trump, then it was a spontaneous event. See, that's the problem with lies. It's hard to keep them straight. They called it an insurrection and domestic terror. They told us Capitol Hill police officer Brian Sicknick was killed by Trump protesters. That was completely false. And yet the entire Washington establishment, including Republicans, went along with it. His body laid in state at the Capitol. They buried him at Arlington National Cemetery. The guy died from a stroke. And here we are over a year later after the trespassing event, and there are trespassers still in jail in D.C., a dreadful violation of their constitutional right to a speedy trial. Oh, and Congress's January 6th committee is still keeping this shit alive. Enter our latest resident at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Joe Biden, a pathological liar. He has told so many lies over the course of his political career that in his diminished mental state, he repeats those that have been debunked multiple times. But this guy has been marinating in the heart of the beast of the empire of lies for so long, that being Washington, D.C., that given his sociopathic tendencies, he just can't help himself. Here's a partial list of Biden's favorite lies. He was a truck driver. He was a lumberjack. He was a full professor. He got an award for traveling a million miles on Amtrak. He rode tens of thousands of miles with Chinese dictator Qi. He was a top student in law school. He got three undergraduate degrees. He met Nelson Mandela in prison. 
I'm old enough to remember Tara Reed's allegations of sexual assault against Joe, been known for years and ignored for just as long by the mainstream media. Liberals are the ones who say, believe all women. I guess they really mean, believe all women who are accusing a prominent Republican. How about Joe's weird penchant for smelling children's heads? There are literally dozens of pictures and videos of the dude doing that and zero curiosity by the alphabet soup conspiracy media. The mother of all lies and cover-ups is the Hunter Biden laptop. I did an entire episode on that. It was reported by the New York Post prior to the election. It was censored, blacked out by the mainstream media. It was Russian disinformation. Except it wasn't. And clearly, had the truth been out, Trump would have won the election. How about Joe's corruption? been known for years, ignored by the mainstream media. As Joe's usefulness to the Democrats wanes, we will start seeing mainstream sources documenting this. You have Joe's almost daily gaffes when he appears in public and nothing from the alphabet soup conspiracy media. Go Team Democrat! Did you know that the British Parliament censored Biden for his Afghanistan withdrawal? I bet if you get your news from mainstream sources, this is the first time you've heard that. Hopefully you have noticed a recurring theme in this episode, the Federal Reserve. I mentioned it a couple different times. The current lie is, or was, inflation is transitory. That was Fed Chairman Powell. Or, government spending doesn't cause inflation. That from the brain trust of Nancy Pelosi. Meanwhile, Rome is burning. The dollar's place as the world's reserve currency is literally disappearing. How about the current situation at the border? Talk about lies by omission. The average American does not support open borders. The average American approves of building a wall. Yet Biden leaves the border essentially open and allows materials already at the border for the wall to rust. The media and the Democrats simply ignore the border. Kamala, who was put in charge of the border crisis, that isn't a crisis, didn't even visit the border. The reason for the lying by omission is the real reason for the open border policy is a voter drive for the Democratic Party, given that they have alienated their more traditional voter base. They need new voters. I mentioned this briefly before, but it bears mentioning here given the topic of inflation. Despite the fact that prices began rising almost from the day Biden took office, he and his administration continue to gaslight the world by calling it Putin's price hikes. Despite the absurdity of the claim, they know CNN, MSNBC, and the rest of the alphabet soup conspiracy media will repeat it over and over again, and the alternative universe will be established in the minds of all the non-critical thinkers. I can't leave this topic of lying and Joe Biden without mentioning the lies by omission by the alphabet soup conspiracy media about the fraudulent election in 2020. There are so many smoking guns in a few cities in battleground states that it boggles the mind, and yet the media literally blacks out any and all coverage, and big tech censors it heavily. There is plenty of evidence of improprieties, illegalities, and irregularities, yet nothing is covered by major news outlets. Clearly, the best example I can come up with when it comes to lies and gaslighting is all things covid there's never been anything like it in American history. Keep in mind as I walk through the list, none of it would have been possible without big tech censorship and the ultimate gaslighting, mass formation psychosis. Here we go. 
the vaccines are safe and effective. They are not experimental. That was repeated so often that a large portion of societies all over the world fell into a type of hypnotic trance and believed it without the least bit of skepticism. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. Take the jab. Take the jab. They lied about who was dying from COVID. The obese, the elderly, those with comorbidities, not the young, not the healthy. They lied about 15 days to end the spread. They lied by inflating the death count, by counting people that died with COVID as dying from COVID. They lied through omission about side effects of the vaccines. Not at first, mind you, since there were no clinical trials and the drug manufacturers hid what results they did have, but as real-world results started rolling in, they hid those results and relied on big tech censorship. They lied by telling us that the vaccine is the only course of action against the virus. They censored anyone who talked about therapeutics like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. They lied about the origins of COVID-19. It wasn't a wet market. It was a laboratory in Wuhan, China, partially funded by the U.S. government. They repeatedly claimed that Anthony Fauci, a pathological liar in himself, was a selfless public servant whose main concern in life was the well-being of his fellow citizens and public health, rather than a money-grubbing piece of shit who essentially worked for the pharmaceutical companies. They lied saying it was a pandemic of the unvaccinated, when in reality the vaccine weakens the immune system of the vaccinated and makes them more susceptible. They lied about the effectiveness of lockdowns. They hid data about the vaccine side effects. They have been lying and gaslighting us about global cooling, global warming, climate change, extreme weather for decades. They have been telling us that we must do something right now to save the planet from mankind. They make shit up all the time because they know the Democrats and the alphabet soup conspiracy media will repeat the lies over and over again and big tech will do their bidding online with the censorship of dissent. They lied and gaslighted us about Kyle Rittenhouse being a white supremacist intent on shooting peaceful BLM protesters. What about Covington Catholic student Nick Sandman? Trayvon Martin and George Zimmerman? Hands up, don't shoot. The don't say gay bill in Florida. What about the Canadian truckers being racist, fascist, misogynist, and terrorists? The United States government has been lying for decades to the world that we will one day pay off our debts. This, of course, is physically impossible short of printing money like the Weimar Republic. And now many of these same liars in leadership in D.C. and the media, including people like Sean Hannity, are pushing for World War III with Russia over Ukraine. Consider the recent lies perpetrated by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. The Russia collusion hoax was a known lie, yet they assigned resources to it for years. They colluded with the Hillary campaign to boot. They lied to the FISA court. How about the January 6th trespassing event at the Capitol? There were FBI collaborators embedded with the trespassers. They let the protesters into the Capitol and into the chambers. They did the same shit with the supposed plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Whitmer. The plotters were FBI informants. Here's a grab bag of lies to conclude the episode. The Constitution is a living, breathing document. Minimum wage doesn't hurt low and no-skill workers. Abortion is nothing more than a woman's choice. Colin Kaepernick and George Floyd are heroes. The gender pay gap really exists. Capitalism is the problem. Critical race theory. What's that? It's not being taught in schools. Parents challenging school boards over CRT are labeled domestic terrorists. 
And one of my personal favorites is the gaslighting about defunding the police. I hope I've made a decent case for your continued and eternal vigilance and skepticism over what our national leaders and the media says, and more importantly, what they don't say. And that's the truth about the empire of lies. Please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. podcast.